Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Mercy and Truth Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. I pray the Lord blesses you as you listen to the podcast. Today's episode is a live recording from the weekly ladies Bible study at Thanks to Gallery Baptist Church. The speaker today is Miss Rebecca Simpson. Today she gives a challenge and a charge to the ladies of the church about the guide to excellent choices. I pray the Lord richly blesses you as you listen today. When mercy I wanted to introduce the book to you, so if you wanted, did anybody, I know uh, Miss Jessica ordered the book, didn't you? Uh, Bree got the book, did, oh, way to go, Courtney, Melissa, oh yeah, I bet y'all ordered it, yeah, that's great, it's a great book, it really is, you will love it, I love, I love Bible studies, and I, I you know, Wednesday nights is some of my favorite, I'm mostly with the kids club now, but you know, the preacher really expounds the scripture, and I love that, but I love just good practical living, you know, instruction. So, come on in. So this is, this is you know, there's a lot of scripture that we can reference, a lot of word studies that we can do, but this is a lot of really good practical learning. So, the book of Philippians, who can tell me who wrote the book of Philippians? Paul wrote the book of Philippians. That's right. Okay. I'll tell y'all like I tell the kids on Wednesday night. Do not holler the answer out. Raise your hand. And when I say that, every hand goes up. They don't even know what I'm going to ask. Every hand goes up. So, so Paul wrote the book of Philippians. Where was Paul at when he wrote the book of Philippians? Angela? He was in prison. That's exactly right. All right. So Paul is, is writing this book in prison. Where's this prison at? Anybody know? It's in Rome. He's in Rome in prison, and he's writing this. He's writing this as a letter. It's an epistle to a church. What church is it? Does anybody know? The Church of Philippi. That's exactly right. So Philippians chapter 1, and we're going to start reading in verse 9. This is Paul talking to the Church of Philippi. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. In all judgment right there. We're talking about decisions and choices. And so he's telling them that you need more, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge, in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, and that ye may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ. Everybody close your eyes and we're going to quote it. Ready? That ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Y'all read it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so verse number 11, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Now, last week we talked about um, we talked about the power of accumulated choices. What did we say accumulated was? 
lot of stuff. Do y'all have a lot of stuff going on in your life? Yeah, and, and you just absolutely at times feel overwhelmed. Now, that is real life. Today we're going to talk about the guides to excellent choices. And this is in your notes for you to write down. This is number two, the guides to excellent choices. All right, those accumulated choices can absolutely overwhelm us. We can get so overwhelmed with life and bombarded with choices that sometimes it's even hard to have a clear mind on what the right decision is to make. How many of you have ever been there in your life? Me, every day of my life. <laughs> Seems like anyhow. We have multiple sources of influences pulling for our attention. Okay, so we've got young girls in here, we've got middle age, and we've got older. And it does not matter where you are in your life. Young girls that are in school, school can become very overwhelming with your studies and with all kinds of decisions, choices. When we say decisions, we're talking about choices that you have to make in your life, your parents, are constantly on you, trying to guide you, trying to help you in those decisions. Um, parents, ladies in here that have children, you know, that's a constant pull of being overwhelmed. Um, your jobs, some of you ladies are in school now. I mean, uh, we could go on and on with things that overwhelm us. Ashley, sick children, overwhelming, is it not? And the choices you had to make this week in the hospital, one decision right after another decision, right after another decision that did not just affect your life, but it affected Anna Sophia's life. And that's what we talked about last week. The decisions that you make and the choices that you make in your life will not just affect you, but they affect the closest people to you in your life. And sometimes all these things that are coming at us absolutely feel like they are just conflicted. Do you ever feel like a stretchy person? I do. You know, you feel like you're stretched here, and you're stretched here, and you're stretched here, and you feel like at any moment you're just going to break. Yeah, that, that's, that is real life, isn't it? One thing that I don't have in your notes that I believe is God's plan for our life is... I never, I, I don't think he ever intended for our duties to conflict. And they do. They do. It just happens. It just happens. But when you're, when the duties that you have, the responsibilities that you have start conflicting against each other, you need to sit down and you need to prioritize your life. And, uh, I mean, this is something that, I mean, if we could do it every day because, we are pulled. We are. We do become overwhelmed with things in our life. And when you have to make choices and you feel that way, it's hard to make excellent choices. So prioritize. Prioritize. All right? We're going to talk about our lives just a minute. If we prioritize our life, what should be number one priority in our life? Somebody tell me. God, your relationship with the Lord should be above and beyond everything in your life. Number two, what should be your next priority in life? Your husband. That's exactly right. You mean you don't you're not supposed to prioritize your children before your husband? No. No. That will call for a bad day. But you know why? Because that's how God intended it to be. That's God's design. That's God's priority for your life. Your relationship with God, your husband. What's next? Your children. And then comes your job, your school, 
your uh, anything else that, that you have in your life. And when your priorities get out of whack, then you are going to have a hard time making excellent choices. And that is how God, that is God's design for our life. So if, um, if your job is above your children, you are asking for disastrous situations in your life. If your job, the choices, and, and it can, it's so easy for it to, to become like that because our jobs are demanding and, and things in our life are demanding. Maybe you are a caregiver to a parent. Man, how demanding can that be? But don't ever let that take priority over your relationship with God. Don't ever let that take priority over your relationship with your husband. So, here we are. This is real life, right? We are talking about choices. How many of you have ever been given directions? You, you needed directions to go somewhere, and you were given these directions, and you were given the wrong directions, and you got lost. Anybody? Has that ever happened? Yeah. Even GPS. Now, the preacher, he likes for our GPS to be on, like, this foreign-accented woman. You know, she can barely understand what she's saying. So, <clears throat> one time I had to speak at a ladies' meeting down close to Charlotte, and um, I had no idea. I'd never been there. I'm not familiar with that area. I'd never go to Charlotte. I, it's fine with me if I never go back to Charlotte. You know, that's just how I feel about it. I just never go. And so... It hadn't been too awful long ago. I had to go down there and speak at a ladies' meet. And I put it in my GPS, the address where I'm going, and I'm just driving along, you know, and I'm listening, trying to understand what she's saying. When you turn here, turn right, turn left, you know, and 500 feet, and you will make the next left. Okay. So here we go, and I'm following her directions, and then she says, you have reached your destination. And I look, and it's one great big field all around. <laughs> Ooh. You have led me wrong. You gave me the wrong direction, and I am lost because of that. Well, guess what? Our life is a navigation process, and uh, navigating through life, this is on your paper, navigating through life is challenging. Navigating through life is challenging. How many will say amen to that? Amen. Yes. There are so many options and so many sources who claims to know the answers for the problems and the decisions that you need to make in your life. The direction, the next direction you need to go in your life, there's a doctor that thinks he has the answer for it. The next direction you need to go in your life, there's a counselor that thinks they have the, the answer for it. The next direction, Laura, that you need to take with your mama, there's a book somewhere that says they have the answer for it. Well, we're going to learn today where you can find your answers to make excellent choices. Okay, the next thing that you need to write in your paper, it says, I'm very thankful God has given us two infallible guides. So you're going to write the word two in, you're going to write the word guides in to direct us in the most important choices of our life. Two infallible guides, G-U-I-D-E-S, to direct us in the most important, I-M-P-O-R-T-A-N-T, choices of our life. Somebody tell me what the definition of infallible means. What is what does infallible mean? Somebody raise your hand. <laughs> Flawless. Pretty good definition. Well, I love to do word studies. You should do that when you're studying and, 
and these girl, you girls that have this book and you're reading, you know, infallible is not really a hard word, but, you know, I wanted to know the exact meaning of the word infallible, so I looked it up. Infallible, the Webster's de- definition is incapable of making mistakes or being wrong. God has given us two guides in our lives that will not guide you wrong, like that little foreign lady on that GPS did me that day. God will not, he's given us two guides, and they, it does not matter what you have going on in your life, it will guide you in the right direction. Number one, the letter A, under two, is God's word. God's word will not guide you wrong in your choices. One of my all-time favorite presidents is Ronald Reagan, and one of my all-time favorite quotes in all the world outside of God's Word, he made this quote, and he said, within the covers of God's Word is the answers to whatever problem you have in your life. God, whatever choice you have to make, whatever decision that you have to make in your life, you need to go to God's Word because that is where you will make an excellent choice. The world... Here you go. Write this down. The world tells us to map our lives by what feels good. Oh my goodness gracious. You want to get yourself in a mess and get yourself in a mess real quick. Make your choice based on your feelings. They encourage us. Here you go. Write this down. They encourage us to follow your heart. Ooh. (laughs) Follow your heart. Well, there's a problem with that statement, girls. Your heart is not reliable. It is not. Look at the book of Pro, uh, I'm sorry, the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah tells us something here about our heart. And remember, we use that word infallible. God's word is infallible. It it is right. It is inerrant. So Jeremiah Jeremiah told us this, but it's not just Jeremiah's. This is God's word. He said in Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things. What does all mean? All means all, don't it? It's deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So our hearts, what he's telling us is our hearts are fickle, F-I-C-K-L-E. Our hearts are unstable, and our hearts are untrustworthy. Now, we all girls in here, and, you know, we was just talking about our hormones being out of control, right? Well, most of us in here are mothers. And, you know, our children, that's our heart, right? Okay, so here we are. Let's talk a little bit about real life. Our children, our grandchildren, you know, if somebody does something to one of those kids that hurt them, you're going to see a real mama bear come in all her glory front and center to the boxing ring. Okay? Claws are coming out. You know, that's just us. God put that nature in us to protect our children. Okay. But thank goodness he also gave us his word because if we ever get put in a circumstance where our children or our grandchildren or our parents are hurt, you know, our heart is going to want to, right? Yeah. Okay, before you do that, and, and you know, sometimes you have to learn stuff the hard way, so I'm speaking from experience that's something that I had to learn the hard way. Before you let your mouth and your heart 
make a decision on how to handle that circumstance, you better let God's Word guide you. God's Word, He's given us a much better guide than our heart, and that is His Word. And that's in your notes. God has given us a much better guide, and that is His Word. Why? Because His Word never, never, write it down, it never changes. God's Word is dependable. Is our hearts always dependable? Absolutely not. No. And it has been proven through the centuries. God's Word has been proven through the test. It stood the test of times. And when we choose, your next answer there, when we choose to obey the direction of God's Word, this Listen, this is why this is so important. When we choose to obey the direction of God's Word, we will not only be spared the harm of our own ways, but we will be happy and we will enjoy the journey. That's so true. Man, if we could ever get a hold of that. And you know what? I was talking about women with children and grandchildren, but uh, what about you girls that are in school? And the decisions you have to make, maybe somebody hurts your feelings, or maybe there's a bully, or, you know, things happen to y'all too that make you upset and make you want to lash out in the wrong way and react from your heart and not what you've been taught in God's Word. So that applies to all of us. 